2: What's up, movie geeks? Welcome to So I Married a Movie Geek. My name is Justin Winters. I'm one of the hosts of the show. Uh, if you've never listened to the show, we're a movie podcast. Uh, we're, we're a small fish in you know a huge fucking pond of movie podcasts. But you came here because we do uh, something fun on our show every other week. Uh, we play a little game we call Fantasy Movie Draft, where we combine our love of fantasy sports that we love to play online with our love of film. And uh, tonight's a big one, so we always love to bring in some newbies on fantasy movie draft. Uh, we've we've done over sixty of these uh, now, and over two years on on the podcast. So tonight we have an all newbies draft. So all four of these drafters drafting tonight are totally new to fantasy movie draft. We're totally excited to have them. So let's 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 get to the draft board and see who we got drafted tonight. So in the one spot tonight, drafting first. Uh, oh, before I even introduce, I, I totally just like flubbed on what we're doing tonight. So not only is this a newbies draft, we got an exciting theme. So the theme for tonight's draft is nineties movie villains. So if you uh, you know nineties uh, movies, uh, tons of them, tons of them out there, but. What are the best villains from any movie or film? You know, film released in the years nineteen ninety 1990 to nineteen ninety nine. Those those guys or gals are available to draft. We're drafting those characters. Your favorite villains tonight. So again, l- let's get to the one spot tonight. Who's drafting first? He's a newbie. Uh, he he he's a founder of his own network. I know he's on several podcasts. Last time I tried to get him on a draft, he was on a boat. I hear he's on a boat tonight again. I'm talking about Neri Sines, again from the Geek Bro Podcast Network. Neri, what's going on, sir?
3: Hey, buddy. Hey, thanks, guys. Thank you guys for having me. Very excited about this draft, man. Justin, as you know, I'm a big fan of, of your podcast, been following you uh, for about a year or so. Uh, ironically, I started following you guys because my friends and I wanted to do a movie draft podcast and i said well let me look it up to see if there's anybody's already done it and then i, I looked it up and sure enough you guys had done it and i'm like no nope, we're not, not we're not doing that so fuck it move on but uh super excited man i've been a fan ever since I, uh, you guys are great thank you for having me
2: so you uh on the geek bro podcast network you you've got a you've got several podcasts going on can you tell us what you got got going on over there
3: yeah uh, pers- uh, personally, I'm on a few of them. I'm on uh, the Mount Geek More podcast, which is basically uh, the we give the Mount Rushmore of different topics every week. We do, we do like the Mount Rushmore of you know, uh, I don't know, like last, like anything that you guys have done. We've you know, like ni- 1992 films or the the Mount Rushmore of uh, you know, you name it of of music. We we expand all geekdom. So from movies to music to to sports, anything like that. So every week is a different topic and we picked a mount rushmore so each one of us has four panelists and each one of us uh make uh four selections as to what makes our mount rushmore of that particular topic uh it's a it's different than a draft in the sense of we could all pick the same picks and there's nothing wrong with that um uh, as as opposed to the draft once once it gets taken off the board that's it that selection can't be made again so and then we have the uh what's up bro podcast, which I started eight years ago. Uh and that's like the founder, that's like the beginning of everything. And it it became it started off as a geek news thing and it went into like just uh, a free form flowing podcast. Uh, we have the Shiver, um, podcast, which is our horror movie podcast, which we, we, our friend, my friend David is a huge, uh, horror movie guy and he forces horror movies upon me, which I don't like because I'm a pussy and I get scared. Uh, so we watch them and then he, he watches and makes me and laughs at me as I get terrified of these horror movies. <laughs> and then everything. There's a bunch of other different podcasts on there, too. We have a total of like nine, I think, right now. So check wow. out geekbro.net. It's, it's, it's a lot.
2: Wow. busy Busy man. We're happy to have you tonight on the draft, sir.
3: Awesome. Thank you, brother. Thank you. For, I'm, I'm really. I'm like so excited to be here. I, I was geeking the fuck out when you, uh, tweeted me when you texted me, and and I was telling my wife, I'm like, I'm gonna be in a draft, and she's like, Don't fuck it up this time. I'm like, I know, I know. So, yeah, well, I'm very happy to be here, man. Listen,
2: listen to the wife. Don't fuck it up tonight. You, you got the one spot, but in the two, in the two spot is another newbie, uh, chomping at the bit. I know to draft tonight for the first time on fantasy movie draft. He, he's he he's got his own podcast called fat dude Digs flicks it's the fat dude himself andy what's going on man
4: hey man how's it going i'm i am i am super excited to be here uh a longtime listener first time drafter i think is what you're supposed to say in these situations uh but yeah i've been a fan no, of you guys not, for... yeah <laughs> that's what you say way better, way better. Uh, <laughs> sorry sorry <laughs> That's way better uh, than what I said. Yeah, Shit, listening- you
3: summed it up really quick. Fuck.
4: <laughs> like, I am a pro. You got to be concise. You get right to the point, And then just let it all out. Uh, but, yeah, I've been listening to you guys for, like, it feels like forever. Like, uh, almost the entire decade you guys have been going. Uh, I think I've been listening. I love the show. And, uh, yeah, when you messaged me, too, I was super pumped. Like, it just feels like, oh my gosh, I kind of get a brush with stardom here, so this is super cool because, like, you know, maybe twenty people will listen to one of my episodes, so I might get out to like thirty this time.
2: Oh man, well, tell us what you what what do you do on uh, Fat Dude Digs Flicks, Andy?
4: Yeah, so basically, I like to think of myself as a critic first and podcaster second. Uh, I will pretty much write a review for every single movie I watch uh, across various forms of social media. And, uh, I use the taco scale as my movie rating system. So, you know, the best of the best get a golden avocado. Uh, main reason for this is I'm fat. I like food and tacos are my favorite food and the best topping on a taco is an avocado. So the best of the best get a golden avocado and then everything under there is like a basic, you know, five star system, except with tacos. Uh, the worst movies get a nice big turd, uh, because you know, if you've ate, if you've had some rancid tacos, you're gonna shit. So that's, that's what the turds are reserved (laughs) for. Uh, yeah. Review every movie I watch, uh, try and do, You know, a podcast every two weeks or so, and I've had various forms of podcasts over the last several years, and I also have a local, uh, a segment on a local radio show where I get to go in on Fridays and talk for about a half an hour about movies. Awesome, man. Awesome. Well,
1: I love. Wait, you're know, you're you've been listening for a decade, and Justin's just now having you on the show.
4: <laughs> I, I know, I know. It's it's taken a little bit of time here. What but a I'm, fucking I'm, guy! I'm still super pumped to be here. He's put in the work.
2: What a dick
3: move.
4: That's what a right. Dick move, That's man. right.
1: <laughs> really cares about his business. one way to show your dominance,
3: have... Justin. Way to fucking show your dominance, Justin. <laughs> fucking keep him pressed under Justin the thumb for Allah. 10 fucking I've, years. Good for I've, you, I've, Justin.
2: I'm like, Andy, you've got to eat at least 5,000 tacos, you know, <laughs> three, right. 300 actual avocados before you can be There's on the There's a draft. quota
4: that I had to reach in order to get on the show. <laughs>
2: <laughs> we are we are the reason Andy is fat on Fat Dude Dick's So... <laughs> Andy Andy it's great to have you man. I'm going
4: to I'm going to use that as an excuse from now on. I'm going to blame so I married a movie geek podcast is why I'm overweight. There you go. There you go. Well, ha- happy to have you
2: man here here in the two spot tonight, but in the three spot we got another newbie. Uh he's got a podcast called Junk About Movies. John Mark
1: Junkins. What's going on man? Hey, how's it going Justin? Hang on one second. There we go. I was I was under the impression that we would be uh, describing the beverages we were having tonight. So I'm just going to get it out of the way right off the top. I'm drinking Stone Cloud Brewery Company out of Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. It is the Chug Norris Mosaic Pale Ale. So got that out of the way. Uh, but yeah, John Mark Junkins, happy to be here. I host the podcast called Junk About Movies. There's no real format to my show. I do basically everything under the sun relating to movies. Just got done doing a King of the Monsters tournament that coincided with Godzilla: King of the Monsters being released. I had you on for a best year of the decade for the 1980s. Uh, I do <laughs> that was actually, that was hilarious.
2: By the way, that was uh, all I know is John Mark uh asked me like a hundred questions about 80s movies I, I felt like it was like the firing squad uh, of of 80s film questions and i didn't i didn't fill out some court of quiz what did i did something wrong john mark what did i do wrong
1: yeah, I gave you I gave you some homework to do, and as the great guest that you are, uh, you chose not to do it. But it was great, it was fantastic. You shit on uh, you shit on Paul from the Countdown pod throughout the episode. Uh, well, that was because had, he, he had so John Mark had
2: both me and Paul on, but we we never actually talked to each other. So it was like I just kept like talking to Paul like. Through the break, like okay, as we go to the break, fuck you, Paul, or something like yeah, that. Yeah, we
1: recorded separately. Paul had I recorded with Paul first. He had no chance to defend himself, and then Justin just swooped in and firebombed him uh, <laughs> from the second spot. It was a good episode, really fun episode. I do, I do do a annual uh, movie draft of sorts it's, that I did before the podcast, before I even listened to your podcast. The only thing draft related I do. Is a box office draft at the beginning of the year. Some friends and I, going back to college, we we draft what we think will be the the biggest box office earners worldwide each year. And I have in game this year, so I basically won already. Uh, but that's the only draft movie related thing that I've gotten to to use as practice for something like this. Awesome! But, uh, excited awesome. to be here.
2: Well, I- I'm excited to have you, man. Uh, welcome to fantasy movie draft. So uh, John Marks in the three spot. Uh, and in the four spot tonight is Ryan McQuaid from the In Session Film Podcast. He's on. The, he's on the B team. I call him the B team over there with with our <laughs> with our boy Jay Jay Ledbetter. Usually, right? Ryan, what's going on, man?
0: Thank you so much for having me on, Justin. Um, and hello to the other three losers that I will be on with tonight. <laughs> um, uh, it's uh, it's nice. I, I know John Mark. I don't know the other two guys. I'm, I'm sure that they're. Decent human beings uh, in certain circles. Uh, I'm not ha. on a cruise. Wrong. And I don't eat a bunch of fucking tacos <laughs> Yeah, one of them rates uh, with movies either the avocado or scale, shit so. all over it. I don't know which one <laughs> that you're trying to eat. Just, it's kind of got confusing there. It, it took a long ass fucking time for all you guys to get to me, which is cool. Um, you know, and that's and that's fine. Um, I do uh, have to represent in session film uh, because, yes, as you mentioned, uh, B team, we, we say that we on uh, the Extra Film podcast that we do for In Film, have the best podcast. Uh, we do mostly the independent films or we do the films that our main show done by J.D. Duran and Brendan Cassidy don't have time for so basically AKA we get there they don't want to do. Yeah, AKA like you know they're like hey take this turd and make it into Aladdin. Um and <laughs> and review that. <laughs> but we we make it what we you know what we can and we have a lot of fun with it. Um we just recently did rocket man and we did Always Be My Maybe, which is a really shitty Netflix movie. Um and uh you know and so we get to we get to do a bunch of different things and then I also do uh, the Oscar podcast, Chasing the Gold for the website. Uh, we're a little bit of hiatus because nobody wants to talk about the Oscars right now. Otherwise, they might shoot themselves in the head. Um, so, and, and, and that's coming from the Oscar guy. So I'm like, let's not talk about it. Um, and, you know, Terry Edgerton did fine in Rocket Man. I don't need to give him a gold statue just yet. <laughs> um, but, uh, no, I, I've been a fan of your show for about a year. I, I really love it. And I have to represent tonight because yes, my co-host was the eighties movies champion. And he won't shut the fuck up about it. Oh yeah, he like, well, it's like so oh, you line, gotta get line, on. I think
1: I speak for you and me both when I say we basically prop Jay up. With that is, we share that championship in a way. You and I, uh, he can take about maybe a third or less credit for it. We were given, we were giving him the ideas. Justin, yeah. so yeah, I said it on my podcast when you guessed it, but I'm saying it here for your listeners. Wow, that is Ryan and I's trophy, basically. Wow, yeah, because
0: he <laughs> wouldn't stop texting me in the middle of the night. I lost sleep. Um, you know, my wife was like, "Can you stop texting the you know your podcast host? Uh, stop telling him to go and uh, vote for me in polls." Uh, she never knew what a poll was until Jade just leached it upon it. Uh somehow he got our all of our contact information. Uh thanks a lot, Zuckerberg. Uh really appreciate that. Um and uh sounds like a lot of family
2: drama, guys. Damn. What
0: I'm telling you is I am I am literally obligated to uh be with him at least two hours a week by court order from JD, and then after that I fear for my life because I don't want him to ever come back on the show because (laughs) then he'll ask me to vote for him a bajillion times i love you jay i know
1: you're gonna hate me for saying what i said but wow. i had to say it wow
0: jay's not here to defend himself and that's fine i mean he abandoned john mark on the podcast network that they did now he's with me i'm just counting the days until he leaves me um so no, i'm just kidding yeah,
1: ryan's J- the other woman oh. i am yeah john
0: mark dude, john mark and i are cool though Do drama Everyone loves some dude mm. drama,
2: so. Uh,
0: but no, Jay is awesome. I love. I love the show.
2: Speaking yeah. of dude drama, we're, we're we're here to do a fantasy movie draft, and none of these dudes here have uh, participated in a draft yet. So we're we're gonna keep it high and tight. I was telling these guys before we started that we're trying to uh, do do these drafts in a little bit of a clip. Uh, so we, we started off strong with Neri. You know, just, just discussing his podcast network, and then we got into tacos, and but we want to talk about movies tonight. So uh, I'm excited to have all four of these guys drafted. So we're just gonna uh, get started on it. And tonight, again, we are doing the '90s movie villains fantasy movie draft.
3: Nerd!
1: Hey, what's this lying around shit? What is wrong with you? What's wrong with all of you? You guys stink. Sometimes you gotta say, what the fuck?
4: Make your move. But it ain't about how hard you
3: hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can
4: take and keep moving forward. I want you to play dirty if you have to, but don't get caught. Go for the rips.
1: Oh, don't let, let that go, bastard go. breathe.
3: Concentrate, focus, power. Remember, balance. Make good
1: fight. Keep your heads up. Play proud. Hey! Over!
2: All right, here we go. So here's how we're doing this tonight. Any movie released in the year 1990 through 1999 is up for grabs. Uh, every time one of these guys makes a draft pick, they're going to say the name of the character, the 90s movie villain that they're choosing, and the name of the movie that that villain uh, stars in so even if uh we got like a a situation with like they're in multiple movies they have to like pick one movie just so i can get this all in a little box here on the draft board so 90s movie villains we're doing that tonight we got all four of these newbies here let's get started with round one (laughs) and nary's on a boat he's got the first pick tonight
3: uh what are you gonna go 90s movie villain what are you gonna pick first uh, can I pick George Lucas? Is that all right? Is that not a lie? <laughs> technically <laughs> wasn't in a movie, but he's a fucking villain. Bonus points.
4: Uh, all
3: right. All right. Um, all right. I'll pick the, I, I got to go with the obvious choice here, uh, the T-1000 from Terminator 2, Judgment Day. Ooh. That's my number one pick. boo.
2: Okay, why why T one thousand uh won in the whole draft here?
3: Well, here's the thing. Uh, you, you know, we listen to these episodes and I always go with you know, go with your heart or what you think or with your mind, what you think is going what the people are gonna like. Uh the T one thousand I think is a phenomenal villain. Uh you know, we the, the special effects still hold up now uh you know and it's been 25 something years it's been i don't know how many years i'm off what math uh but the, the 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 effects still hold up still better effects than uh than justice league i mean it's fucking amazing it, just what you're able to see on a screen and i remember watching this as a kid and watching him melt and turn into other people and then that whole shit and the whole you know being frozen uh and and being shot and shattered and then coming together with the lava this whole this fucking i mean that villain was fantastic man that the fact that he was able to copy people copy what you look like mimic their voices it was fucking insane to me so the t1000 to me uh is is the popular vote what i would say would be the popular vote amongst the people the pollsters the people who are going to vote for the win because i'm going for the win justin i'm not here Uh for fucking fuck around i'm not here for shits and giggles i'm going for the fucking win so i think the t1000 is is the 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 obvious um audience pick right here okay
2: so uh, he, b- before you pick this, he said, "This is the obvious pick. Um, it, it's not the obvious pick for me. If here's, it would be the obvious number one for best, you know, or coolest movie runner or most intense movie runner." T one thousand is this at the, <laughs> is this an obvious pick for everyone else? What, what
1: does everyone think about this? In the you know the first. This pick? Is, this is a first rounder for sure. Uh, mm. I have to give a little leeway here because. Your other drafts are usually about movies, and I feel like I can pretty easily gauge what the voters will think is the most popular, best, whatever movie. By making it villains, it's a fucking crapshoot that we're about to have right now because it could be a great villain from a great movie. That's awesome. It could be a great villain from a bad movie or a decent villain from a great movie. I feel like we're about to be all over the map, which is why as the... I got to determine the draft order and I did not want the number one fucking pick. So I want to see how this plays out, feel everybody out. And, uh, I think it's a, it's eligible for number one. I wouldn't necessarily have taken it. Number one.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't, have, I wouldn't have taken it number one either. I, I, I mean, just for for my own personal sake, I wouldn't have taken it at number one because I fucking hate James Cameron. I think he's just as bad as George Lucas. Uh, One of the worst human beings on the planet, and he's never made a movie that's wowed me. And the closest thing to that, though, would probably be Terminator 2 Judgment Day. And the only good saving thing about that would be the T-1000. But other than that, I mean, he is a trash director. And for my morals alone, I would have never picked this. So uh way to already lose this draft.
4: Jesus Christ. <laughs> wow.
2: Wow. <laughs> Like you just like T five thousand James Cameron man he's he's
4: like obliterated. I T one thousand. You can get the in boat a boat or a submarine go all the way rounder. down the bottom. Holy cow! But like you know, first first pick out of the gates, I feel like that's given it. That is not the obvious choice for me at mm-hmm. least. So yeah, I think first rounder. Oh yeah, definitely Maybe. like number four maybe but yeah first choice in the overall draft uh i don't i don't really see
2: wait wait guys nary's on a boat you know who also loves boats james cameron james cameron nary is james cameron on that boat (laughs) are you sharing a bed with him are you snuggling up to him
4: (gasps) he's kissing kissing ass ass. are you like are
2: you like in a nary avatar machine are you like making all his picks
3: (laughs) Oh. Yeah, it's actually not me making this decision. It's actually somebody else is controlling me right now. Yeah, right that would this be is amazing. Something. Yeah. This would Are be you them. and
0: James Cameron's
3: tails connected and having like weird tail sex right now on that boat? Is that what's what's going on? We just call it tail sex. We don't use the word weird. I don't know. That's just normal for yeah. us.
2: <laughs> oh. Or or James Cameron just like bursts through the wall of Neri's like it's, ship is like Come with me if you want to draft Neri. Oh, yeah!
1: Neri, is someone painting you like one of their French girls right now? <laughs> <laughs> blink twice. I know we don't we're not on video right now. All right, but blink we've twice. Got,
2: we've got boat jokes to spare, guys. We gotta keep rolling. Andy, Andy, <laughs> Andy you got your, your round one pick, man. What do you what do you got?
4: All right. Now this one to me, because it's my pick, it of course feels like it is the obvious first choice. And you know, you can call this person an anti hero. I'm going to call him a villain because he gave me nightmares as a child and he ate someone's face off. So that's going to be Hannibal Lecter from The Silence of the Lambs. My number one pick for my favorite 90s villain. A census taker once tried to test me. I ate his liver with some fava beans and a nice Chianti. So
2: that, I think, is a more obvious pick to me. Yeah. That's a, that's at the top of my mock draft list, and strictly because, you know, like he was the first person I I thought of when I thought of this draft. I'm like, oh okay, that's the obvious one. What, what does everyone think about this? Uh, here for Andy.
0: Yeah, that's a that's a good pick. It's, it's 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 to me it was my clear number one on my board. I mean, you know, Hopkins as Lecter. Lecter is so iconic, and talk about a villain who's in this movie for like. Not even like 20, 30 minutes of it, but makes such a big impact on the entire film. Silence of the Lambs is one of the best films of that decade. Top five for sure. Um, and, you know, he's carried on the iconic character in two other films, but he'll never top that Oscar winning performance that he had as Hannibal Lecter in, in Silence of the Lambs. It's creepy as hell. And the scenes he has with Clarice are just fantastic. So it's a good pick
4: it's great. It's, it's, it's a character that really like, for me, blurs that line between a a psychological thriller character and an all out horror villain. Like he is just, he is diabolical in everything that he does. And it's, it's one of those characters that has haunted me since I was a child. And just, I mean, just by looking into the camera, And you know, like you said, he's only had about, he only had about 20 minutes of screen time in that movie. And he left enough of an an impression that he not only stole the movie, but he won an Oscar for it. So this is just, yeah, I I love Hannibal Lecter. have always been a huge Hannibal Lecter fan. And I kind of feel lucky that this one wasn't picked first. So I'm going to call that a steal uh, and maybe a a road to victory.
1: Great, great pick. Uh, If I did select the number one pick for myself, this is this is who I would have gone with. Um, not going to lie, knowing that this was a draft with newbies, I was kind of hoping that maybe he might fall, but I, that wasn't the only reason I picked the third spot, but yeah, easy, easy pick. Another obvious round one choice. Uh,
3: I mean, and again, yeah, I think, I think it's a, go ahead Nair. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. I think it's a, I think it's an obvious pick in the sense of uh, what everybody considers a movie villain. Um, I, I, Personally, I, I think that he is uh, not the, he's not even the villain of his of this movie. Exactly, the Silence of the Lambs. He's the villain in Hannibal, but he's not the villain of this movie. He's he, he and again, this is not a shot against Anthony Hopkins. This is not a shot against the character of Hannibal Lecter. This is not a shot against his performance. I'm just saying, in this movie, he's not even the villain of this movie. He he I, he, he I eats people's faces,
2: amazing. like those people that he ate their faces. He's the villain to them.
3: Yeah, but they they were mean to him. They don't think he's a good (laughs) guy.
2: They were mean to him.
3: They were mean to him, (laughs) though. They were mean to him. They they beat him up and they hurt him. They were mean to him.
2: They
0: didn't give him that so, second but he's, dinner. So he's he like, well, I guess
3: I gotta eat. You. This is you know?
2: this is James yeah. this is James Cameron logic. I can't believe you're bringing this into the whole thing. Um. <laughs>
3: yeah. I, again, I think it's a great pick, and I think it's an obvious first round pick. And yes, I do think there's a there's a a, a great uh, debate as far as uh, you know which one would be should be number one and are, are an obvious number one. But uh, again, not not arguing the pick. I'm just saying, and it's going to be very popular amongst the voters, which is all that really matters. But I, he's not even the villain of, the, of, of this movie if you would have said hannibal lecter and hannibal that's a different story he's the fucking villain of that movie but this one okay okay not a nice guy not saying i invite him to dinner but i'm just saying not the villain mm. okay
1: we'll see how it goes john mark you got your round one pick man what are you going with so I'm going to turn down that bottle of Chianti and turn down the fava beans. And I'm going to go with a villain who I'm going to guess your voters are roughly plus or minus five years my age. And I'm going to go with the first villain they probably ever encountered in their life. The first traumatic movie experience they probably ever encountered in their life. And someone who's actually uh, kind of a current topic coming up soon. I'm going to go with motherfucking Scar. From the Lion King, because he ripped all of our souls out when he killed our wow. movie father Mufasa.
2: Wow, wow. we got our we got
1: our first yes. first animated
2: villain uh, picked to, in tonight's draft. What does everyone think about Scar here in round
3: one? Uh,
4: That's a fucking that,
3: reach, man. I mean, you, wow, uh, it's not That's that far character. of a reach.
4: Yeah, it's a great character. I I don't know. I didn't have it as any of my first round possibilities, but I think that's a great character and one that, you know, totally, if everybody who listens to this show is in our age range, uh, that is someone who has, you know, kind of stuck with them for their entire life as killing off a character that they really uh, kind of fell in love with over the beginning of the film. And then just, you know, got that guy got wiped out by his brother, by his brother, uh, I think that's a really good choice. I I, I think Scar is awesome. Uh, uh,
2: refresh me. It is. Is it Jeremy Iron? Who, who does Jeremy Scar- Iron? Jeremy Irons. 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 Be- yeah, Beautifully voiced
1: by Jeremy Irons. Amazing. Simon says. Amazing. Simon says I,
2: I love that they like, they they they're bringing back James Earl Jones. For, for the new one but i'm like Jeremy Iron <laughs> no Jeremy Irons like Jeremy Irons I mean, is did, like waiting for they this They did
0: get Chuito Echego for. That's not a bad replacement. Like that's,
1: that's, that's a good not voice. like that's,
3: that's
2: a
0: not like voice. it's just some guy they picked up off the street. Like Chuito yeah, is but, like pretty Yeah, but but how
1: great is he going to be at at he's not going to measure up to Jeremy Irons with the long live the king line yeah. like yeah. that is the first traumatic experience for Most of the moviegoers our age of being like, oh shit, life and death. So, I I think it'll, I think it'll get the nostalgia vote there Uh, and the current event vote simultaneously. Yeah,
2: there we go. Just trying to grab all the uh, check all the boxes. Uh, Very (laughs) smart, John Mark here in round one. Ryan, you got your pick, uh, the last pick here in round one. What do you, what are you going with, man? I mean, I
0: can't believe you guys fucking left me this pick. So I'm just gonna Uh, say. Thanks, guys. That's I really appreciate it. Wait, wait,
2: wait, wait. Before Ryan before Ryan picks, if, if he picks the top two names on my uh, my draft list right now, he will win this mm-hmm. draft because I am so <laughs> I am so incredulous that the this, <laughs> th- these couple names haven't been said yet. So go ahead, Ryan. No pressure. Okay. What are you going with?
0: Okay. So my number one pick for this draft will be Agent Smith from The Matrix.
2: Yes. Okay. That's yeah, one of that's- them. Good good job, Ryan.
0: Yeah, I well, I know how to play the game. Um, it's it's you pick a name and you do a good fucking job with it. Um, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah, this is a no-brainer, guys. This is this is a this is a number one pick quality type of villain. He is. So memorable. We're 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 not talking about the prequels. I mean, or the sequels. I'm sorry, or prequels or whatever the fuck you know this universe is trying yeah, to do. Yeah, but the voter is you definitely
1: going to associate him with the prequels. Nah, in their man. Mind. Correct. But even even with Correct. the sequels,
0: even with the sequels, he is the best part of those sequels. But we're talking about the original Matrix, which is one of the best sci fi films of any decade, one of the best films of the 90s, and he. He's so good. Hugo Weaving is so good. Opposite Keanu Reeves. Opposite... he, You can feel his true menacing power. He he just... You know, we had never seen what agents or this world before. And when I think of The Matrix, I think of Neo. I think of Morpheus. But I also think of the agents and I think of Agent Smith. And I... And and Hugo Weaving is so badass. He's so good. Uh, Just a... um, truly the definition of a villain and, you know, there's nothing more I can say. He's he's a great fucking pick and he deserves to be in the first round. I'm going to be honest with you.
4: I hate this place, this zoo, this prison, this reality whatever you want to call it i can't stand it any longer it's the smell if there is such a thing i feel saturated by it i can taste your stink every time i do i fear that i've somehow been infected by it it's repulsive
1: does he kill his brother and try to kill his nephew
0: yeah, I mean, he's not Jeremy Iron, but I mean, does you know,
1: he
4: eat?
0: People? He, I, I I don't pick I don't pick things in the that are third round
3: quality in the first round either, John Mark. You
4: know what I mean? <laughs> No, did, you just did, pick uh,
3: you just did pick Agent people Smith that eat somebody's face.
1: Yeah. <laughs> no. No. The the only thing I keyed in on there is agents plural. So there's, you know, there's other ones as well. No, no it's yeah, because he good can pick. make himself. Agent, many times. Agent Smith is no, I was talking about the ones that aren't Agent yeah. Smith. But no, he's a good cause he only does the multiplicity thing in the sequels, which are in the two thousands. Yeah. Uh yep. <laughs> no, it's a good pick. He's definitely another round one pick, I would say. Um he yeah, he's awesome.
2: Lo- love the pick it-, it was the other one other than Lecter, that i was like this is super obvious like this should go up top so um i think it's great great that it went in round one but it's it's, it's time for round two and ryan gets another pick right off of that one ryan let's see if you got this other uh mo- 90s movie villain in mind what are you going with man
0: now Agent Smith was more of like a pick for me cuz I just I love the Matrix. I even like the sequels. I know that that's not a a great thing to say. It's I'm in a minority there on the sequels, but uh so that was kind of more with my like my heart and this one's more with my head. Um and I'm going to go with Danny DeVito's the penguin from Batman Returns.
2: <laughs> okay. That's not the that's definitely not the other one, but the so this is a uh... Uh, divisive movie, man. I've, I've heard a lot of people just don't like Batman returns lately. Why, why uh, the penguin here in round two?
0: Well, one, the thing about that film that is divisive, I think is a lot of the choices with the, with the characters, what Burton did. And it's either you like Danny DeVito's performance as the penguin, which is really the only good performance we've had of this character on the main, um, you know, on the big screen. And, you know, I know that while it is divisive, there has been a lot of resurgence in love for Batman Returns, a film that I, I went back and I rewatched uh, because the Blank Check podcast was doing their Big Burton series, and I grew more respect for it. I, I liked it a lot. Um, and DeVito's performance beyond just, you know, him being that, you know, ghoulish character that we see on the poster. It has a real kind of beautiful arc to why he becomes a villain it's a strong arc of a villain much more so than a lot of other batman villains within the you know i i think it's a lot better of an arc than even nicholson's joker in the original batman because you 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 feel for him and i think that that's the great thing about villains is you feel for them at the end of the day you have sympathy for him even though you're rooting against them because you want the hero to win. And so I think the Penguin, while it may be a tad bit of a reach, and I think, though, it's part of the Batman franchise. Batman's such a huge commodity, and it's it's one that I, I think is a really solid performance by Danny DeVito, too.
2: I just think it's a little high for round two, knowing there are so many detractors of that movie. Of you know, the penguin and how he was used in that movie. So it wasn't the He's, a, uh, it he's wasn't like the, a
0: big focal point though. He's was, like a big focal point, kinda like the Joker in the Dark Knight. And I'm not saying that the films are the same thing, but I'm saying is that the focal point and using him as the villain and having an arc, they're very similar. And I think people if you if you you know, there's a lot of support for this film's uh, for this film in particular over the last couple of years, and a lot of people have actually said that they prefer this one over to the original, and I think it's kind of interchangeable.
3: There's love for the for this film as
0: well as the original. I haven't Batman. seen,
3: I haven't seen a dark Knight in a while. Did Heath Ledger come out in a rubber ducky? Is that <laughs> did that part happen? I don't re, I don't remember Heath Ledger coming out in a fucking rubber ducky, guys. So a menacing. giant rubber duck. No, okay, cool. So. All right,
1: this pick's fine. With his little
3: army of penguins that have little rockets on them. Oh yeah, that's cool.
1: I mean, this, I, this I'm pick not, is it, the definition of fine. Here's it's here's fine. Th- here's the thing. We're, we're, definition
3: of taking a risk,
0: unlike any of your picks. Oh, probably. We're, so we're
2: we're gonna move we're gonna move on. I I kind of think Ryan threw away his draft by not picking this super obvious other pick that when someone picks it, and I hope it happens in round two, we'll we'll we'll, we'll talk about it. But we'll move on. Penguin. Uh, here in round two, John Mark, you got your, your your round two pick, man. What you got?
1: Well, guys, you know how the saying goes. The greatest trick the devil ever pulled is making you think he doesn't exist in round one, and that's because I'm going to go with Kaiser Sose from The Usual Suspects, oh, or if I don't want to get into spoiler territory, so I won't say his other name, but <laughs> Kaiser Sose from The Usual Suspects. He uh, he fucking gets away with it, which I'm looking down my list of villains and I can't say many others who do. He yeah. gets away scot free, executes his master plan, tricks everyone the entire time, and it's one of it's you can say the name Kaiser Sose, and people immediately associate that with movie twists, plot twists. The first twist really that's that was of any importance. So Kaiser Sose, great villain because he actually wins. Yeah. I like John winners.
0: Mark- John Mark, he gets away with it just like Kevin Spacey.
3: Ooh. So good
1: job. Well, hey, hey, that's, you know, hey, no. that's, what a, you, know no. you brought what that a up.
3: Controversial pick
2: See,
4: here this in round is,
3: two, man. Holy cow. I got to be honest. I gotta be honest with you, the same the same outrage that was uh that uh I forget your name, I went through with with uh with when I picked uh T one thousand and and you know, you hate the director and so on, I had that same feeling when I looked up when I was looking up villains and I saw Kaiser, you're absolutely right. The movie's fantastic, the role is amazing, he's great, it just doesn't age very well because this guy is such a dirtbag that I'm like morally I can't I can't pick them. Yeah, I'm, I'm so, glad somebody. And normally, and normally I, I would. Who agree also with directed the? And, and
0: who also? Yeah, and who also directed to the film too? Oh, that's Brian Singer. Oh, hey, yeah, you yeah, guys are guy making
1: you, you guys are making great mm. points for a an episode about villains. The two guys <laughs> you just named are villains in fucking real life. So I basically just yeah. won this thing yeah. in real oh, life. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Boom! Because yeah. you you you're going to get them to go tippy
0: tap over there for Brian Singer and uh, and Kevin Spacey over
1: there, bud. We're not picking. We're not picking the the best. The guys you want to emulate. This is a villains episode, okay? And they are fucking dirtbags. No, right. and are Fucking pieces of shit yeah. in real life. Yeah. I give you I give you I give I tip my hat to you. you know you're absolutely right I think
3: it's a great pick I honestly do movie no, villain yeah. this guy is fucking fantastic he is it is I love that movie dude unfortunately well. I do I love that movie but you're absolutely right we're not picking actors we're picking characters and you are absolutely right this is a top notch villain and it deserves to be on 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 that list man I, I you know I just couldn't do it personally I couldn't yeah. do it but I get yeah. I get where you did it it's amazing yeah, John Mark, I'm just messing with you. It's a good pick. I don't
0: necessarily 100 think he's a villain because of the big plot mechanic that is the twist. And I think that you know, you, you he's know, is villain as much of
1: a villain as Hannibal is. Uh,
0: yeah, I I you know I I agree with that. But to me, like, it hinges so much on that last five minutes that if if you know if that reveal is not made and you don't know who kaiser sosi is then you have no pick here so it's it, it, that's to the whole me,
2: point it's to me it's of the, that's the whole
0: yeah point the movie, i know though. but it to me it's you know I, <laughs> we I we, know.
2: we just did we just did usual suspects like a couple months ago and i hadn't seen oh it. so
1: it's fresh on I, your listeners minds I hadn't, great hadn't, awesome has <laughs> seen it a
2: long time doesn't hold up guys doesn't doesn't really hold up so yeah doesn't hold up either
3: um Ain't, I saw it, I saw it about a year ago, a year and a half ago. I thought it I thought it did not hold up. I mean, you know, but I get again, I saw it before the whole Kevin Spacey bullshit. So it's even beyond it even, even, be,
2: even beyond even beyond that. I just think it's a it's a good like screenwriting trick, but it you know, at the time when you're watching yeah, it the you first time, you're just like, Whoa, and then you start thinking about it, you're like, This makes no fucking sense. You know, fuck this movie. Yeah, so.
4: it's It's one of those movies that I think we really put a lot of weight on because of that twist, and now that we kind of know the twist to it, it doesn't quite resonate as much as I think it did back then, but I haven't watched it in uh, a lot longer.
1: That's fair. Uh, Are we drafting the usual suspects, though, or are we drafting Kaiser (laughs) Sussex? He's a villain inside the film. We're drafting them both.
2: We're drafting them both, and we're moving on because we're we're getting in the weeds here. It's okay. Andy, you got your round two pick. Uh, You took Hannibal Lecter in round one. Where are you going second, man?
4: not to kind of like go with a theme here, but I'm going to I'm going to snatch this one up because I thought this one was going to be gone already uh because of how uh integral or how important it has become to pop culture. Uh I'm going to go ahead and take while he's still there uh Ghostface Billy Loomis from Scream. Uh if for no other reason than that menacing voice uh from the opening sequence of the film has kind of Uh, bridged its way throughout pop culture where we're still talking about it. This kind of iconic character that was basically created from scratch uh, and has been parodied in pop culture with the Scary Movie series. Uh, Yeah, I think I'm really surprised that Ghostface is still here and I'm going to take him.
1: Tatum, just get in the car. Hello, Sydney. Uh... Hi, who is
4: this? You
2: tell me.
1: Well, I, I have
0: no idea. Scary night, isn't it? With the murders and all, it's like right out
1: of a horror movie or something.
2: So that—that's the other super obvious one that I was talking about with Ryan. So, Ghostface from Scream, guys! Really? Holy shit! Uh, I wouldn't say that's mm. uh, yeah.
1: second.
4: You,
2: I mean we'll see no, go ahead we'll 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 see uh i mean there were there were there were four of those you know so the character is iconic over several movies this is the first one huge fucking film like 90s horror movie villain that would it would be the definite the first one that would come to mind sure and yeah. we won't even go into sinus and the Lambs being you know a horror movie that's a whole different story but anyway i think it's a great pick i think it's a great pick
4: yeah, I think for me with this one, you know, those other movies may have put a damper on the character as a whole. And that might come back to bite me in the ass. But as far as the, the character of Ghostface and Billy Loomis in the first Scream movie, I mean, when when you watch any kind of horror anthology series, like uh, Shudder has that history of horror with Eli Roth. And, you know, they instantly go to, you know, they talk about Ghostface and Billy Loomis and how crazy that character is. I mean, that's someone that really stands out. So if we just stick with Ghostface in Scream, the very first Scream movie, I think that's that's a really important piece of pop culture history. Uh, If you go outside and think of the sequels, uh, diminishing returns, diminishing returns. It's
2: it's iconic. It's iconic. And I think it's still here in round two um for andy but uh nary's got his round two pick we finally snaked all the way back to him after
3: he took t-1000
2: where's Uh,
1: that cruise boat at now
2: (laughs) nary where are you at man
3: (laughs) uh we are actually about to arrive back to miami it's a seven it was i'm on a seven day cruise ship and we did a bunch of islands in the caribbean and now we're headed back to miami we should be getting back to miami in a couple hours
2: Hol- so. Holy crap! Well, but you know, we we joked about you know if you hit an iceberg or, or not an iceberg, some kind of some kind of something uh, and went down with the ship. We we got to get your picks out now. What do you got, round two, man?
3: Uh, round two, man, I am so happy that this hasn't been picked and I am so glad that this fell to me. I legitimately wanted to pick this as my number one. Remember we went with heart and mind and so on. My number two pick is my only question to you guys is what's your boggle? And my number two pick is Simon Phoenix. Simon Phoenix. (laughs) Holy
2: crap. What does everyone think about this? Simon Phoenix from... You gotta, you gotta give him the movie
3: from uh, Demolition Man. I'm sorry, Simon Phoenix from Demolition Man.
2: There you go, Demolition Man. Of that's that's a good th- that Simon says yeah. that 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 is a stretch here in round two. What does everyone think? Yeah. So Simon Simon Phoenix played yes, by Wesley that's, Snipes. Dem- that's a fourth rounder. Demolition Man.
1: Fifth rounder.
2: I
4: think. Ooh. I, I, <laughs> yeah, I think we're sliding down the list
0: on that one. Yeah, I would agree with John Mark. A fifth rounder, if not. Honorable mention,
3: yeah. Like, oh, like, Thank you guys. When, when I, I do you guys. Thank you so much. Defend
2: your pick, Gary. Yeah. <laughs> why, Simon. why the Simon Phoenix love here in round two, man?
3: Dude, he was so charismatic. He was so fucking cool. Like he made. Like he was one of those. Like you're rooting for the back. If it wasn't for the fact that Stallone. Is Stallone and you're you know what I mean you put Simon Phoenix against any other non-iconic you know Stallone type hero you're gonna want him to win and honestly I even then I kind of wanted Simon Phoenix to win he was fucking dope dude the fact that he you know the fact that he it was a uh, uh, he was uh he had all this computer knowledge and he, he got he got thawed out and he just, just from the very beginning of the movie when they when they filmed it and, you know when they they shot it and they said LA 1999 and they did this whole thing with a building and and, and the, the families and the whole thing and then they he got frozen and then they the first scene of him showing in the future when when he's up for parole and he said teddy bear that was the password for the fucking for the locks um dude and the hand-to-hand combat in that in that movie is fucking great no cgi no need to fucking do camera tricks to slow down bullet time none of that shit it was fucking fun it was great i love that villain dude I honestly, got – I would have picked them number one if it wasn't for the fact that I knew people would have liked T1000. So I'm going for the win. But Simon Phoenix, to me, hits nostalgia. Hits. I mean, just the other day on Instagram, I got an ad for a Simon Phoenix shirt that said, "What's your boggle? And I'm like, "Oh, this is yeah. It's like it's everywhere. you know, so I, you I, know, they I key in
1: on your like search results whenever <laughs> they send you ads <laughs> on the
4: internet.
3: I understand. <laughs> I, just a I reflection this from, like, that
4: you love Demolition
1: ago, Man.
3: <laughs> yeah it just it knows it knows i love uh great 90s movies yeah no but i just love simon phoenix i'm totally okay with being a man alone on this island i'm totally okay with you guys thinking it's a fifth yeah movie. hang on I, I'll i'm take scrolling simon... through
1: my list to cross him off and not on my list yeah nope, same here not, if not, i, I, I want to te- I i, I, I wish did I could put the three screen seashells screen right though now. so
3: I wish I could send you a screenshot right now because <laughs> eight uh, because Ghostface wasn't on my list, Kaiser Solzar wasn't on my list. Like i what? These, so I'm fucking happy that Sami Fe- <laughs> Phoenix wasn't on my list,
4: man. you
0: send happy. a screen, I think if you send a screenshot, the boat might go down. Man, you
2: know, <laughs> Nary, Nary, you're so not alone. Don't do that, Nary, You're not alone on an island. You're on a boat, Nary. So. Uh, <laughs> I don't know Why man. Don't, I think you just uh put your put your chances at winning this draft into deep freeze for several
1: <laughs> several years, just like uh just like you. just night. hit your proverbial iceberg. Yeah. You you yeah. you've been sentenced well, to Taco Bell to forever. Video. I mean s- the one thing that
3: I, the one thing, the one knock I will have against Simon Phoenix is that he didn't come out of a rubber duck uh, as his grand finale. <laughs> oh, oh right? okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh,
2: he, he had, had great, he yeah, had great. So hair. many
3: people are talking
0: about your movie. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. I, he uh, <laughs> the last time anyone's seen that
2: one. Great, 90s I love it. Movie, new movie villain hair. I would pick him in round one if it was about hair, but it's not, and it's it's actually round three now. And Mary has another pick right off of Simon Phoenix. What's your boggle in in round uh, three,
3: Nary? Uh this is gonna be a tough one, man, because it's kind of a flip of the corn here, but uh I'm gonna go with the Sheriff of Nottingham from Robin Hood Prince of Thieves.
4: Locksley, I'm gonna cut your heart out with a spoon!
3: Ooh, a little Alan
2: Rickman action. I like that a lot more, man. Tell, That's t- right. t- tell me about that. Right this actor, day. wrong decade. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh I uh, I'm uh, again on. Un- I I am uh, unpopular thing to say, but I I prefer Sher- I prefer his his role as Sheriff of Nottingham. I love. He was so Weasley and so fucking and just. I love to hate him. Like it was. I watched that movie and you hate him you hate alan rickman in this movie and he's so great like i just in so many other movies and you love him and but i just love to hate him in this movie he's so weaselly and this fucking disgusting and so fucking evil man just like the epitome of evil that literally like just like he has a witch working for him like he's like fucking evil evil he's like the dark And he Lord wants
4: to take someone's shit. heart out with a spoon
3: yeah you with said a, you said prefer
0: it. To, you said it prefer prefer it to what like you prefer rickman's prefer- performance in this to what
1: the bear from well, the I was cartoon. Say it. <laughs> <laughs> well,
3: no, from all the I, sh- from all the sheriff from Nottingham, from all the sheriff from Nottingham. Okay, uh, you know, uh, yeah, I prefer okay. I prefer his. I, prefer I
0: thought his- you were going to say Hans Gruber, and, and then I was immediately going to send a missile to that to that <laughs> cruise ship.
2: <laughs> I mean, he's good definitely Lord. he's definitely the best thing about that movie by far. Yeah. So, um. You know, like Morgan Freeman that in that Adams,
3: movie, but yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs>
2: like
3: Morgan Freeman's great in that movie. Totally discount Brian Mor- Adams Morgan Freeman is I mean, is.
2: I, I like I like the movie, man. Uh, you know Kevin Costner, he's trying his best, so uh, I, I think it's a better pick uh, than your round two pick. There, we'll see how it goes for you, man. Um, Andy, you, you got your round three pick, man. What do you got?
4: All right, I'm going to take a chance here. We're going to we're going to switch genres. I've gone with kind of horror stuff. Uh, we're going to go to comedy, and I don't know if this fits in the rules, but let's see if maybe I can squeeze them in there. Uh, I'm going to go with the Wet Bandits from Home Alone. Nice. Uh, they may not win. Uh, but they are, they, they sure put up one hell of a try. Uh, and I think they're, I think they're really funny. And I think that people who still kind of have that nostalgic feeling towards their childhood, uh, really are attached to the home alone movies. Uh, and so this is, this is a vote from the heart and, you know, kind of a ploy to get people on my side. Uh, but yeah, I really like the wet bandits. I think this is, I I think this is a fun choice.
2: Harry, Harry and Marv. From uh, Harry and Home Alone one. They were also they came back to do the exact fucking same thing in Home Alone two. But we're talking about Home Alone, correct?
4: Yes, okay. yes, the first one. All right,
2: what, what does everyone think about this? I think this is a pretty smart pick to to pick a, a comedy, uh, a villain here. So,
1: yeah, let me get my bad thing out of the way first. They get beat by an eight year old, but. Uh, they definitely, they definitely leave their signature, you know, their wet bandit signature, uh, on, Mm. on the movie, Mm. uh, fun pick. I had them on my list. I didn't know what round I might may or may not take them in. I was, I'm, I'm happy to see someone thinking along the same lines as me. Uh, and I'm happy you didn't refer to them as Harry and Mark. I'm so glad you called them the Wet Bandits, because that's exactly <laughs> what I would have done. So, bravo, sir. That's
4: their name. <laughs>
1: uh,
2: <laughs> they also have some amazing—they they got, like, uh, Wolverine-like uh, powers in terms of getting the shit beat out of them and coming yeah. back. So,
4: Their ability to kind of heal instantaneously— uh is something that has not been seen since the X-Men movies like it's just it's amazing how someone gets a an imprint in the shape of an iron right across their face like i would be out i would be done i, oh, I, I given would have not only would you be out i would have called
1: not only would you be out, be Kevin dead. McAllister is responsible for two murders in that movie. He's going to juvie. Yes. Like, Absolutely. He
3: killed them. Absolutely. Kevin McAllister is a murderer, dude. He's actually yeah, he's been a psychopath, the movie, <laughs> if you ask me. Uh, he's a white kid.
2: He'll be okay.
0: I think it's great that Andy picked his third and fourth pick Rich there with kid. picking two people. I think that that's fucking great. Good job, man. Yes. With yeah, he only gets we one like more call pick. A loophole? Yeah, yeah. Loophole, as in, you got one more pick. Congratulations. <laughs> we'll pick out the rest of this draft. You just kind of set it out there. You
2: know what uh, I mean? Oh, one of my favorite things, recent things about Home Alone. I don't know if you guys saw the Google co- commercials with like old, old ass Macaulay Culkin with like bags under his eyes, jumping on a bed. And then Joe Pesci's commercial, literally, you can look this up on YouTube, was him sitting on a couch with his friends watching himself in home alone that was the whole commercial and i'm sure he made several several millions of dollars for it so
1: oh yeah props to that's a good thing props to
2: him props to the wet bandits here in
1: round three john mark what are you going uh next here in round three man all right so i'm gonna i'm gonna stretch out a little bit here and you know really if we're if we're really boiling it down who's our worst villain it's ourselves, man, and that's why I'm going to go Tyler Durden Damn from Fight Club. Uh, he Damn is me. he is simultaneously the protagonist and antagonist of that movie. He is everything that we want to be and everything that we don't want to be. He is a commentary on our on our worst uh, you know thoughts while looking like our best versions of ourselves. He is our own worst enemy, Tyler Durden. The first rule of Fight Club is. You do not talk about Fight Club. second rule of Fight Club is you do not talk about Fight Club.
2: All right. What does everyone think about this here in round three?
4: I think that's a good pick. I think that's a really good pick. I had it on my list. I had it down far on my list, uh, but that's one of my favorite movies of 99. And, yeah, I just think that's a, a wonderful pick. I'll take that. I feel bad because I have a hard time talking shit.
2: <laughs> so, um, Tyler Durden here in round three. Uh, I like the pick. I, just, I, feel, I feel like a lot of people have taken the wrong message out of Fight Club in, in, in the years since. Yeah. And so, that's kind of soured me. Uh, not on the film, per se, but just the, the reaction to the film. But him as a character. I mean, right. talking about 90s movie Abs, uh, Brad Pitt, of
1: course. Uh, oh, I win that draft already.
2: Uh, there's some, there's some weird, uh, doubles action going on already in this draft. So this is a, this is a great pick uh, after the wet bandits. We got Tyler Durden here in round three. Um, so there you go. Ryan McQuaid, you got your round three pick, man. What do you got?
0: That was a good one. John Mark, you stole my, my number three pick there. And I, was Thank you really, I was really, I was really going to go for that one. Uh, but I think listener I think take note. One- I think, though, I'll be just as fine, if not better, with this pick. I'm going to go with Annie Wilkes from Misery oh. for my number three pick.
3: Fantastic pick, man. Fantastic. Damn
0: that is, it. Talk about well, one first female we've talked about tonight. Um, yes. You know, because the ladies can be great villains too. Talk about just, you know, the Stephen King adaptation. She's absolutely fantastic. Kathy Bates is terrifying in that film. She is what none of us want from a commenter on any one of our websites to ever do, which is wrap us up in the middle, of, you know, in the middle of nowhere and, you know, poor James Con. It's bad enough he got shot up to shit in The Godfather, but then he had to go through what he went through in this. It's a truly terrifying performance and one of the greatest villains of all time. Female villains of all time. I had to go with this pick and I'm so glad that you guys left it on the board for me.
3: Baby. Whatever you think, I'm not doing it. Please don't
4: do it. Annie, for sake. Shh, darling. Trust me. For God's sake. It's for the best. Annie, please! <laughs> ah!
3: Yeah, it's a great pick, man. I love that. I saw that movie as part of the podcast that I'm on, the Shiver Horror Movie Podcast, and uh, it was. It's a. Fant- it still holds up. It, it's her. Her acting. Her act. The whole movie is great, but she is terrifying, dude. I, I. This is nothing but respect for this pick, man. This is. She is fucking great.
2: A perfect film, you know. I sh- that that movie's perfect, and she is perfect in that role. You never forget that movie uh, after seeing it. So I think it's a steal here in round three. Um, great pick, Ryan. Yeah,
1: that's great.
4: Thanks,
2: thanks, guys.
1: Uh, I really appreciate I was, it. I was take note, to listeners. That, I was hoping to let that fall one more round. Uh, Let's take but, note.
2: But but guys, there there's still some like super uh, high options here on my mock draft list that you guys haven't gone to. We're here at round four, which means Ryan gets another pick off of Annie Wilkes from Misery. Ryan, what you got, man?
0: Okay. Um so there's I mean there's you're right. There's a lot of picks you could make and I could go down a lot of avenues. I'm going to save a couple, you know, and see if, you know, maybe it gets, you know, filtered out uh, into the last pick. But I I got to go with this pick because I think that's it it's one of the films of the decade. It defines it and it defines it also by their villain in the film and that is Amon Gert from Schindler's List played by Ray fines. Ooh. we want we have a lot of villains on these lists that are fun to be around that are funny that are larger than life how about one that's real life it's terrifying and just one of the best performances of all time in steven spielberg's crowning achievement ray fines has never been better than this performance That scene where he's on, you know, the clock, basically watching everyone in the concentration camp with that sniper rifle rifle is terrifying, and he is not somebody you root for in this film at all. Um, It's it's the only time I get to get serious on this podcast and say um, that he's my number four pick,
2: and it was a no brainer. Uh, and um so yeah i was i was about i was about to say here you go ryan going for the holocaust holocaust vote here in round four so uh (laughs) yeah uh, man (laughs) going hard real too real bring the
0: hate on this one assholes
1: you know what i mean (laughs) (laughs) no ryan I it's hard, hard to argue with history yeah. yeah, I would, if this is not me making a ranking for the listener and the voter, and it's just me making a personal ranking, I think he's probably the, honestly, I he's in the top three easily. Uh, the only reason I'd let him drop this far is I just don't think that your average listener who's scrolling through Twitter and is going to vote on this, is going to necessarily, that's not, that may or may not register. They might see the movie and recognize it. I don't think they'll recognize the name. Um
0: it's the but, risk I'm willing to take for a phenomenal villain and a p- phenomenal performance. Yeah. And performance. I think if anyone's seen Schindler's List, uh, you know, they know exactly how evil and vile he is in that film.
3: Yeah, no, I, it's, he's definitely evil and vile. This is one of those like it was too real for me picks. I was like, Ugh, fucking yeah. downer, uh fucking downer, dude. You're absolutely right. It, absolutely he's fucking evil outside yeah, know, you can't you can't take anything away from his evilness i guess good good job picking the real evil guy that really yeah, yeah. Yeah. said
0: villains from the 90s so i took a villain from the past
3: yeah
4: or or
2: if you're or if you're like or if you're like me and you could only watch that movie once and then you're like okay you know i got through it once i don't want to watch it again while the the other you know villains higher on my list are are movies i just have seen thousands of times so um
4: uh, yeah, we'll, I think we'll close th- to what John Mark was saying. It's like you look at, you scroll down, you look through this list, and you're like, "Oh, that's fun, that's fun," and then you hit Schindler's List, and you're like, mm. "Uh, fuck." Well, yeah. <laughs> I kind of hate um, everything now. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, so
0: basically, what I'm saying is, if you don't vote for me, you know, put put two <laughs> and two together, there, listeners. Oh, that's what I'm saying. Oh, the Nazis win. Yeah. Oh, no. I'm just kidding. No, 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 no. In all seriousness, <laughs> oh, no. I, what I would just encourage with this pick. Is to everybody to see Schindler's List if they haven't, because it's, I think it's one of those because we talk about it as, oh yeah, it's a, it's, it's something like you were saying, Justin, it's, it's a film you kind of get through, but I've seen it a, a, a couple of times and I just think it's beautiful. And I, and you know, it's crazy that Steven Spielberg in the same year made Jurassic Park. He made this beautiful film. And so everybody should, you know, if, even if you don't like the pick. Um, you know, just watch Schindler's list. Cause you know, it's, it's an epic. It's probably Steven Spielberg. It's a top five Spielberg for me, at least.
1: Great movie. I, I feel like that just one more thing on that, Justin, uh, that performance should be talked about amongst like one, some of the best supporting actor performances. And I'm kind of surprised that it's just sort of glossed over. Yeah. But Ray yeah. finds he lost
0: and he lost to Tommy Lee yeah. Jones for the Oscar for that. So um, for the mm. fugitive. Oof. Ouch. Right. We'll see. That's
2: not Ra- good. We'll see how it goes with Ryan tonight here in the draft. Uh, John, Mark, you got your round four pick, man. What you got?
1: All right, let's see if I can cheer us up a little bit from that. <laughs> and I know it's not kosher for for Ryan to mention other movies from the '90s, but luckily mm. I'm the next ah, voter, and this is what and this is what I, is what mm. I was going to pick, anyways. I didn't even try to make that pun. That that doesn't actually make me look good in hindsight. You- you're going uh-huh. to hell. You're going to hell, Jim Mark. <laughs> I just used that. Anyways, Ryan mentioned another Spielberg movie from the same year, and there are villains in that movie, and they are the Velociraptors from Jurassic Park. <laughs> going for your your animal voter here. Are they, they really? They, are they the, really villains? Though they're, they're the ones absolutely. that caged in.
2: Are they villains?
1: Absolutely, they're villains. <laughs> they're the they heroes of damn story. They are smarter than the humans. They are the they are the more lethal threat than the T Rex. The T Rex is big and strong, but he doesn't think. And sure, he can bust through a building, but he can't enter the building and uh, open doors. They figured out uh, motherfucking doors, man. Uh, they and they never attack the same place twice. They kill more people in the first movie than the T Rex. They're definitely the villains of that movie. So much so that the T-Rex has to step in and become the hero at the end to save the humans from the in in, you know, the the certain death that is the Velociraptors. I'm just saying I feel bad for the
2: Velociraptors, guys. They didn't want to exist. They didn't want to be caged yeah. in. They didn't want to be in this weird fucking zoo for the, this this rich super dude. They just want to live. So
1: that's great and all, but until you're in the movie, I mean, some of the first lines of the movie are "shoot her, shoot her" because they yeah. know roll, that dude fucking knows that they are the biggest threat in the whole park.
0: Well, so. then I guess you would say then that you know the old you know the old man and and. And all the other human characters are the real villains. If that's the are case, are you
1: kidding me, Ryan? You're gonna go with the old man. You're not gonna say the man's name, John <coughs> nope. you oh, you oh, Hammond. Oh, 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 no. 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 Do you have a there, movie podcast? Nope. No, no. Nope. Nope. We can't. We can't. See, no.
2: there's other that that movie's full of villains, apparently. So there, there we could we could go on a <laughs> Jurassic Park run, I guess. But what does everyone think about Velociraptors? Everyone's cool with Velociraptors being here in round four. Nice movie villain.
4: I mean, it's cool that he chose it because I feel like that gives us all an advantage. But yeah, I am
3: liking my Simon Phoenix pick way more now after he listened <laughs> to him pick Velociraptors. Yeah. I, I didn't
1: yeah, say I that. Like I, my, I like that my I like my
0: penguin pick a little bit more. <laughs> you know, what,
4: would, but hey,
1: you but know but what? hey, would hey but wait, wait, a penguin, a Velociraptor.
2: I was, to, I was about to say, but did the Velociraptors come in on a duck? Yeah, it didn't duck. fucking
0: do that. So <laughs> shut the fuck up, guys.
1: <laughs> Look.
0: Jockey <laughs> for life assholes.
1: Listen, I feel like when I feel like my my roster of of picks here much like in the movie, you know, life will find a way and the voter oh, for, will find oh, a for, way oh, for, to uh, select me.
2: I I think it's smart. I think it's smart. So, uh Thank good pick you. John Mark here in round 4. Andy, wh- you're, what you what you going with round 4, man?
4: All right, so I thought about, like, continuing the little trend here of, like, going back to horror and psychological thriller villains, but, you know, the fourth round is when you take a chance. It's where you kind of pull something out of the mud and go, yeah, this'll do. So I'm going to (laughs) go with Saddam Hussein from South Park, Bigger, Longer, and my Guy. Bravo, sir. Clap it up. That's a great pick, man. i think he is absolutely (laughs) hilarious you know he's the bad guy but we laugh at him and you know there's a little (laughs) bit of historical context in there too so you know any history fans might be like oh yeah saddam hussein that's that's an even better choice than goods so uh yeah uh (laughs) i it's you know i think it's a fun choice i think that movie is still really funny maybe not as uh uh, not quite PC, but I think it's just awesome, and the music is good, and yeah, I think Saddam Hussein is uh, a pretty terrible villain in South Park: Bigger, Longer, Fan- Uncut.
3: Fantastic pick, brother! Fan- I can't even <laughs> knock it. I did. It didn't even <laughs> cross my mind, and I'm ashamed because I love that movie. He literally, he he literally makes Satan. To be the not so bad guy. That's how fucking bad Saddam Hussein is in this movie. You start feeling bad for Satan himself. I just, God bless you, dude. That's amazing. Uh, I cheers. gotta tell you, besides besides my
0: picks, that's the best pick anyone has said all night. Besides my picks, which have been perfect, that is the best pick. That movie is freaking amazing. I love that movie. It does hold up. I don't give a I don't give a I'm shit a what anyone says. That is a hilarious movie um you know I, I i i don't i mean i think you could pick two villains out of that i think you could pick saddam and i think you could pick kyle's mom you know uh yeah. Yeah, she's got you know carmen's got the great she's song for her yeah uh, uh, yeah she's the biggest bitch in the whole i <laughs> will um but uh no so he's right he made you know, he made the devil look like the good guy of that. like
4: movie. a pretty decent guy
0: <laughs> yeah you're like hey I'd hang i'll hang out with I'll the say devil say in hell
4: once he is love. Saddam yeah. Hussein wants to just, you know, get some ass. I'm, I, yeah,
2: he just wants to fuck the devil. Here's the you thing. I mean? I'm just afraid we're on a slippery slope and people are going to start, like, naming, like, uh, documentaries, like, you know, like, <laughs> Os- Osama bin Laden and, you know, blah, blah, blah. Bit, like, the worst of the worst, you know. Yeah. Uh, Hitler we was in this great Warner. 90s if documentary.
3: Goes, if somebody goes... <laughs> If somebody goes from South Park bigger, if they go from that to a documentary. Holy shit, that's bananas! That's that's a great slippery slope. Let's no, let's it's South Park. let's yeah, it's
2: let's, let's test this theory. nary has got the the next pick here in round four. Last pick of round four. Nary, what do you got, man?
3: Uh, real quick, just to verify, are we doing four rounds or five? Because I, I, I'm just confused because of the previous. Uh, yeah, we're gonna do, do so we're I'm gonna to make it
2: short. we're gonna do a round four, and then we're gonna do a lightning round five. So go ahead.
3: Perfect. Uh my Ron 4 is uh Simon Gruber. Simon Gruber ah. uh from Simon Simon Gruber from Die Hard uh, 3. Die Hard with a Vengeance. There, yeah. there we go. Yes. Got it.
2: Jer- is this a is this another Jeremy Irons pick? Didn't he play Simon Gruber?
3: That you is wait. correct, and that's what I didn't want to. That's what I didn't want to say when they said when it, when they brought up Scar, and you guys were talking about Jeremy Irons. I was trying to obviously not spoil it, but I was like, he did a, gr- a better job in a live action movie. He was basically Scar in live action, but like you actually got to see him kill when he. It was it was fantastic. I, that that movie is fucking great. It's my favorite. Die Hard and Simon Gruber is the tits, dude. I love that guy. I love. I'm was a great so villain. glad. I, I just
1: love watching him. I'm so glad the listener won't really make that connection. <laughs> <laughs> uh Simon Simon Gruber
2: over Scar. That's that's uh that's a lofty statement. What does everyone think about this pick?
0: That's uh I mean it's a good pick for yeah. the position it's in. Um uh, yeah. it's a it's a good steal. Uh, you know, um obviously everybody remembers Rickman in the first one, I think you know Iron's performance in with a vengeance is probably the second best villain in the entire die hard franchise um easily and the connection to the first film it's pretty strong uh, Iron's is a great actor he's I, I like him better as scar personally uh but i can see i can see him in this film because he is very good and so it's a, it's a good pick
2: you also you you rarely see, you rarely see him in that movie so maybe he just doesn't you know he didn't flash to my mind when we were when I was making my list so um i don't he's know he's got a lot
0: of good banter back and forth with Bruce. a lot Willis of phone,
2: a lot of phone play in that movie he's good in that movie oh yeah so uh yeah we'll see- good voice good voice good- better mm-hmm. as scar
4: but a good voice there you
2: go he's just doing scar like like Mary said so we'll see how it goes in round 4 but guys we're going to do a lightning round It's time for ten- uh round 5 and uh we're running long so we're going to we're going to go down the list and uh, Neri, you got your last pick of this entire draft. What 90s movie villain are you going to end up on?
3: I'm going to go with uh, my favorite movie of all time is Braveheart. And I'm going to go with Edward Longshanks, Edward the I. And I I hated this guy. I hated that, I hated him as a villain. He was so evil. He did so many things. Threw that guy off the, off the tower. I mean, there's so many things that he did in that movie. So it's a lightning round. But to me, Edward Longshanks, uh, this is my number one heart pick because uh, it's my favorite movie of all time. It's Braveheart. So Edward Longshanks. Four, heart
2: a heart pick for Braveheart. heart was everyone think quickly anyone this is on anyone's it, list that's fine no comment no, no. Uh, Nope. there we go edward the first <laughs> edward longshanks
3: is that really his name i didn't remember that was his last name his his that was that was what the what the scots called him it was wow. edward longshanks Nice.
2: all right we'll take it here in the lightning round andy what is your last pick here in round five
4: uh on my list, I have a lot of cool names that weren't picked, but I'm gonna go and go ahead and go with another uh, diabolical Kevin Spacey role, and go with John Doe in Seven. Yes. Mm. Wait, uh, wh- this is what nightmares are made out of. I.
2: I. This is like way above uh, Kaiser Sose in my mind in terms of a, no. a 90s oh, yeah, villain. Yeah.
4: Yes, 100%. Yeah. Which, yeah. Like, which which name this is, is someone more who rec- thinks out every single kill. Every single kill is completely thought out and it's just uh, absolutely terrifying and like still thinking about some of these like when we find these bodies or these you know the condition these people are in still just makes my skin crawl. Uh I think that has a much uh, deeper effect than uh, than Kaiser yeah. Soze these days. First of
1: all, I like the pick. I like the character, great villain. But two things separate them: uh, Kaiser Soze and John Doe. First of all, a better name, Kaiser Soze. <laughs> Second of all, one of them walks away <laughs> alive. The other, one, they both complete their plan, but one of them walks away alive. The other one ends up dead. So easy, easy choice in my. Uh, <laughs> what a what a weird way to pick yeah. up those villains. <laughs> <laughs> and I gotta I gotta be
3: honest. I mean, if I was. If I was getting shit for Simon Gruber barely being on screen, I mean, let's be fucking real. Kevin Spacey was in that movie for all of three and a half minutes at the end. That's
4: it, all he did. I, but he, he definitely leaves an impact, though. He oh walks in with his fingertips all bloody.
2: That, I, we'll move on, but I'll just say that the last scene makes it, like, cements it. It's in my round two. Yep. I think it's a steal in round five. Um, so we'll see how it goes.
1: John Mark. Round five, your last pick here. Uh, what do you got? Uh, I am torn. There, there are like a handful that I would like to choose, and I was hoping they would just be taken off the board. So instead, I will go, mm, let's go uh, something terrifying. I think we can all agree this this entity is terrifying. Let's go with Pennywise the Dancing Clown from Stephen King's It. Yes. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Uh, Uh, Clowns
1: are fucking scary. That movie doesn't hold up, but Tim Curry definitely does, and he is just as equally terrifying as Skarsgård is in the new ones, if not more so. Um, Great pick. Yeah.
2: Uh, Great pick here in round five. Uh, Pennywise by Tim Curry, which means Ryan has the, the final pick in this 90s movie villains fantasy movie draft. There are several super... Surprising ones that haven't been picked that we'll get to uh, in honorable mentions. But, Ryan, what are you going to go with, man?
3: Uh,
0: you know, you kind of want to go with just the fun pick at the end, but I, I kind of want to win. So, <laughs> I'm going to go with Howard Payne from Speed.
2: Ooh. Dennis Hopper
0: as a fifth round fucking pick. How the hell did you guys leave this on the board? How the hell did I leave this on the board? That movie is so fucking good. And he is so fucking good in that movie. And oh just I recently rewatched this film and Diz Hopper is a fucking insane man. He is literally one of the best That's character actors of all time. Like, you know, and I love him in this film. And he is so menacing and terrifying and he's always one step ahead, but then you know he gets back and forth. It's a great villain for a really great action film.
2: One of a kind, Howard Payne, speed. He's he's like chewing the fuck out of that role. He's like NBA Jam on on fire every time he's on screen. Just like taking, and it's so
0: good. It's so So, he knows what movie he's he's in. He knows what movie he's in, and he plays it so sinisterly beautiful. It's a it's a great villain.
2: Uh, I mean, just just look at Willem Dafoe or whatever in Speed Two and see how like <laughs> like a wet fart
4: of
1: a. Whoa! Man. Don't <laughs> mention Speed Two. Nary's on a boat, man. Oh don't no! Mention Speed Two. Oh shit! No! No! Cruise control. No. Somebody call
0: Sandy
2: B. Oh man. So okay. So <laughs> before we get some honorable mentions, let me read out the board for everyone so we know all the picks. So okay. So Nary has T one thousand from. Uh, T2 Judgment Day, Simon Phoenix from Demolition Man, Sheriff of Nottingham from Robin Hood Prince of Thieves, Simon Gruber from Die Hard with a Vengeance, and Edward I from Braveheart. Andy has Hannibal Lecter from Silence of the Lambs, Ghostface from Scream, The Wet Bandits from Home Alone, Saddam Hussein from South Park Bigger Longer and Uncut, and John Doe from Seven. John Mark has Scar from The Lion King, Kaiser Sose from The Usual Suspects. Tyler Durden from Fight Club, the Velociraptors from Jurassic Park, and Pennywise the clown from It. And Ryan has Agent Smith from The Matrix, the Penguin from Batman Returns, Annie Wilkes from Misery, Amon Goeth from Schindler's List, and Howard Payne from Speed. Guys, before we get to the our mentions, who who is who? What do you want to think about their teams?
0: Mine, fucking.
2: Uh,
4: I love my rules. I love it. Yeah. Uh- Um, I'm all over this team. This is good stuff.
1: I love my team. Lots of variety, name recognition, movies that are good, characters that are easily recognizable, and most importantly, great villains. So uh, there's, Mm -hmm. there's two who did not have the first pick in the overall draft that will be some competition, but I like my chances.
2: I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stick my neck out there and just say that I think Andy's Saddam Hussein pick in round four might be the smartest pick of the draft. So, Ooh! so that's,
3: ju- that's true. It's a great pick, o- man. I just, love that o- pick. just
2: off the, just good. off of that pick, I see his team as kind of a, a little bit a step above everyone else, but it's, it's kind of close. So, um, mm-hmm. we'll see how it goes. Good, good decade for villains. Good decade.
4: Um, for villains. Guys, yeah, it was tough to kind of come up with a list of twenty from this decade oh. because there are so many just really awesome villains.
2: Um, Nary, if you had a if you had a round six pick, Nary, what who would you pick?
3: Oof, uh, let me see here. Who do I have left? Let me look at my list here. Uh, you know, I got to be honest with you. Round six, uh, I think I was gonna go. If I was gonna go, there's two of them that I was flip flopping be- between, and I was if I was gonna go for comedy. For a funny pick, I would have gone with M. Bison from Street Fighter Uh, because that movie is so fucking ridiculous. It's so stupid. And I got to be honest with you, I almost went with it anyways, but I just, Raul Julia as M. Bison is the most ridiculous thing ever. God bless her. I mean, if you know the story behind why he picked that movie, uh, then it changes everything, your perception about that movie. But it's such a bad movie.
2: He did it for his kids. So yeah, he, he did it for his kid, man. He was so, dying. Uh, you so... gotta love
3: that. And then it was, be- yeah, he was dying, and he knew he only had one, you know, a short amount of time left. And his son's favorite video game was Street Fighter, so his prep Jeez. for the movie was literally playing Street Fighter with his kid for weeks and months, and that, that's why he picked that movie. Oh, yeah. um, but right. uh, I would go if it wasn't if it wasn't him, I wanted to go with uh, Tommy DeVito from Goodfellas. That's Joe Pesci's character from Goodfellas, yeah. and I love that movie. That would too. be a good
2: pick. It's kind of on the edge there. That would have been a good pick. Andy. I I don't know if Tommy's a villain. I couldn't decide if he was a villain.
4: Andy, round six,
2: what what would you pick, man?
4: I think if I would have had a round six pick, I would have gone with kind of a personal favorite. I think a lot of like... Film audiences really appreciate this villain, but like maybe mainstream audiences don't love it as much. I would have gone with Stansfield, uh, Gary Oldman, and Leon the Professional. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Everybody! I, I love Gary Oldman in this movie. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think that would have been my next pick, just because I love that character so much and love Gary Oldman's performance. Yeah. Uh, down the list, it's like you've got a bunch of those just ridiculous, over the top kind of chewing scenery yeah. uh, that may be played by like Nicholas Cage, John Travolta, or John Malkovich. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I, I think Stansfield would have been my my next round. O-
2: Oldman also good in Air Force One on my list. Oh, he's so
1: fucking good in Air Force yeah, One. Uh,
4: yeah, John-, John Mark, you got a
2: round six if you had one.
1: Yeah, I debated this for a couple of rounds. Uh, if I'd have gone round six, I would have gone with Catherine Trammell from Basic Instinct. Yes. It's Sharon Stone. Oh, yeah. The, I think she's the best femme fatale of the decade, uh, of several decades probably, even, even better than Annie Wilkes. Um, the only reason I didn't is Catherine Trammell, that name is just not as, like, I feel like people think Sharon Stone, Basic Instinct. They don't necessarily think Catherine Trammell, Basic Instinct. So that's why I steered clear. That's a good, that's a... That's smart
3: move. Yeah, I agree. Even me, that I just saw that movie again recently, like three months ago, when I was looking up the list and I saw the name Catherine, I was like, who the what? Oh, that's right. That was,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. Yeah, it definitely right. has one of the most that's, that's, memorable that's shots answer. of any of the movies that we talked about. So that
2: it's yeah. <laughs> all right, all right, guys. I'll quickly rattle off a couple ones I'm surprised I one not pick. Hey, wait, Ryan. Oh, hey, oh,
0: wait, wait, the, we forgot about fuck?
2: Ryan. Ryan, I didn't
4: think
0: you know about you, Ryan. Bullshit.
2: You know what I mean? Damn it, Ryan. <laughs> if you had a round six, man, who, who are you going with?
0: Okay, I, I probably would have gone with with a, just a couple picks, so I'll just say them real quick. Uh Doctor Evil and Austin Powers, International Man of Mystery. Fucking great. Yes. I, I love James Bond, and it's a complete send-off of that, and just making fun of it. And I you know my, that's the the performance I remember out of Mike Myers out of that film more than Austin Powers. Darth Maul from Phantom Menace, Definitely. I don't give a shit Dude. what you say about Phantom Menace. He's that Darth Maul, that's double lightsabers, fucking great. I don't give a shit what, that rest of that movie is, is garbage, but Darth Maul, hundred I would
2: have 100% pick Darth Maul. You guys are tiptoeing yeah. around this. I'm like, come on guys. Darth Maul, then, at, least, at least he's yeah, cool. Come I would have
3: picked, but that's, the, I would have picked a double-edged lightsaber over Darth Maul. That's who I would have picked. I would have picked a <laughs> double-edged lightsaber. So <laughs> True, but the, the last honorable
0: mention I would have had was Warren Norton from Shawshank Redemption
3: yeah oh. he's
1: good he's
0: yeah good. i even have a him. fucking asshole one of the biggest assholes of all time The, all
1: the right. sisters are worse than that movie honestly
0: yeah i mean just what he does to andy psychologically by the end of that film and uh, it's just you know fucking asshole man he deserves all right, hit he us Justin. He hit us, end. Justin.
2: Guys, you, you guys take too long. I'm gonna rat all these out. Here we go. For, for Chrissy, I have to say Cal, Billy Zane from Titanic, amazing bad guy. <laughs> great, great head of no hair. He was on a boat. <laughs> he was on a boat like Neri. It went down though. So uh <laughs> uh let's see. Uh Caster Troy, I love me some fucking face off. Hell yeah. Uh can't fucking Candyman, man. Candyman, the whole fucking movie's named after him. Candyman and
1: Candyman.
2: Yeah. No one picked Candyman. Um, no one
1: cares about him anymore.
2: Ah, oh, he's coming yeah. back. Fucking Jordan Jordan Peele's bringing him back. I love it. J Peel, man. J uh, let's see. Uh Bodie from Point Break, dude's a fucking yeah. surfer, Robin yeah. Bates. He's a hero. He he's a hero. He's a hero in his story. Uh and then what else? Uh Cyrus the Virus from Con Air. some Malkovich oh, yep. action. So um and then uh I even had De- Dennis Nedry from Jurassic Park when we were talking about all the villains in Jurassic Park. Oh. So yeah. I got Mr. Ah-ah-ah uh, 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 in that. Ah-ah-ah. So, uh, uh, uh. uh, uh, didn't say uh, the magic uh. word. Uh, uh. E- Edgar from Men in Black. He, he uh, Vincent D'Onofrio <laughs> did, did a great job with him. <laughs> great job. Uh, what yeah. else?
1: Uh, yeah. Tom Ripley. A- Tom Vic Vega from Reservoir Dogs. Yeah. Mr. Blonde. Mr. Blonde. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm surprised nobody picked him.
0: Tom Ripley from The Talented Mr. Ripley,
1: J- Jafar um, from Aladdin, Gaston?
0: Gaston, Gaston, yeah, Gaston, Teddy KGB so, from Rounders,
3: Sanderson Sisters, Sanderson there's just, Sisters. There's so many guys, is what we're saying. There's Emotep so, yeah. the Mummy, Nino Brown, Nino Brown, guys.
2: New Jack City, New Jack City. Love me some New Jack City. I, I mean, we could do we could do like five more rounds. So uh, there were lots of great options. Yeah. The biggest thing is. Go to our Twitter polls when that drops and pick your favorite team of 90s movie villains. All these guys are newbies, so they'll be fighting it out in the polls. Uh, let's go Let's go back to the draft forward so we can find out where we can find everyone tonight. Nary, your first time on the show. You're still on that boat. We appreciate you joining us. W- where can we find you online, man?
3: Uh, well, uh, I'm a comedian, so check out my, uh, my videos and everything, uh, my website is nary signs.com. Nobody ever remembers that. So you could go to what was his name.com. That's my website. So check out what was his name.com. And from there you can go to my Facebook and Instagram. I have a big, uh, like I'm focusing a lot of, uh, my presence on social media on uh, Instagram. So check that out. What was his name.com. All of my podcasts are on geekbro.net. So check them out.
2: Awesome uh and thanks for joining us tonight nary good luck on on reaching ashore man
3: appreciate it brother thank you guys this has been a lot of fun (laughs) man. i appreciate uh, all the ball busting and everything you guys are you guys are a lot of fun thank you guys man awesome awesome
2: happy to have you andy the fat dude where can we find you online sir
4: yeah, you can find me across social media, Facebook and Instagram. Just do a search for Fat Dude Digs Flicks. That's where I post all of my major reviews and stuff. Uh, you can also find me on Twitter at Fat Dude Flicks. And my podcast is uh, anywhere podcasts I listen to. Same thing, just do a, do a search for Fat Dude Digs Flicks. My podcasts basically are 20 minutes of me talking to myself in my car. So it's not the most high quality of uh, production. But, I mean... If you walk by when I'm at work and I'm recording a podcast, uh, you'll probably think I'm crazy, and I'm okay with that. But yeah, that's where you can find me. Awesome. Well,
2: happy to have you, Andy, and thanks again for uh, you know listening to us blather for so long, man. Like I almost want to say
4: thank sorry. You, thank you. Sorry so much. as
2: well. So sorry as well.
4: <laughs> uh, but yeah, no. Hey, I'm I'm here better late than never. I'm just glad to be here. It's
1: been a lot of fun. I, I love doing this. Awesome. Awesome.
2: John Mark. Happy to have you, sir. Junk about movies. Where can we find you online, man?
1: Yeah, first I want to apologize to Andy as well. I talked a whole lot, and I hope he doesn't have to wait another ten years to be on the show. Uh, <laughs> but you can find my podcast. Uh, just search Junk About Movies, and any you know, iTunes, Overcast, all that good stuff, uh, you, and you'll find the podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at Junk About Movies, and I look very much forward to having Justin. Uh, back on the show at some point Ryan back on the show po- at some point and both Neri and Andy on the show for the first time at some point in the future uh, you we do everything top 10 lists drafts um, just decade determinations of the best year of a decade for movies uh, retrospective episodes for anniversary ep- you know of, of a movie everything under the sun according to movies so junk about movies find it listen leave a review uh, thanks
2: awesome Go check it out, guys. Uh, appreciate having you, John Mark. Thanks, man. Thanks a lot, dude. And and last but definitely not least, Ryan McQuaid. Where can we find you and In Session Film online, man?
0: Well, you can find me at Ryan McQuaid seventy seven on Twitter. Uh, you can find uh, my written reviews as well as uh, the In Session Film podcast, uh, Extra Film, which I do, Chasing the Gold, which is what I do. We do bonus content uh we have our main show you know that JD and Brendan do where they do uh top threes uh they do uh they have guests on um they they you know they talk about a a main review each week um you know this this coming week um they're gonna be talking about Dark Phoenix uh for better for worse and um you know we're 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 you can find all that at in dot com and it's 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 been an absolute pleasure to be on the show. I uh, hope I made all my in session film brethren proud uh and hopefully I pull out this win but it, it you know at the same token though it was great talking with you Justin and the other guys on the panel and uh wow well, it was this is this was a lot of fun, and I hope we were able to do it again down the road.
2: Awesome, awesome. Well, it, it, it's been wonderful wonderful to have all four of you guys. Again, I, I always love having newbies here on Fantasy Movie Draft. Love talking movies with anyone, but you guys have been great. I love talking about these 90s movie villains. I have a, a lot of 90s movies I have to go back and take a look at now. So, again, the biggest thing, guys, these guys want to win. This is This is not, you know, friends... This is this is show business and show the show business is fantasy movie draft and picking your favorite team uh, of nineties movie villains. Once the poll drops, uh, was it Neri, Andy, John, Mark, or Ryan? Go and vote. Um, so you found our podcast. You're listening to us. So you you're listening to us. But if you want to find us online, we're on every single podcatcher you can usually find. But we're also at Movie Geek Cast on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Um, it's been a great night talking 90s movie villains with these guys. Thanks to all four of them again. And thanks to you guys for listening. Next week, we're going to have another single feature, maybe double feature with Chrissy. She's, she's you know dragging her feet. It's summertime. We might talk about some summertime movies. Who knows? Who, who freaking knows? But again, we appreciate you listening to us. You can also find us on the Podfix Network, www.podfixnetwork.com. You can find our podcast and several others to listen to uh, on these hot summer nights. So we appreciate it, guys. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see everyone next
1: week.
4: shows like it at podfixnetwork.com.